and welcome to the Totally Buggin' Podcast, the podcast about all things creepy crawly. We are your host organisms, Cami and Faith. Uh, today we're going to be talking about one of my, I'll say, favorite phenomenons that you see among insects. So insects are one of the most unique looking creatures on our planet, in my opinion. I feel like there is such a wide range mm-hmm. of how insects can look based on uh, different traits and limbs and things they use to survive. There are many different patterns, colors, and features that are present throughout all different kinds of insects, but many times in nature, an insect will have a distinct color or pattern for a reason, and Mm -hmm. I don't think um, most people think about this when they're just looking at insects. Yeah, because an insect can't go up to you and tell you, hey, I'm venomous, please go away. No, (laughs) Well, they can't say it in words, but they can say it visually or through other signals. You're you're doing a good job foreshadowing. (laughs) So one of the more interesting examples of this phenomenon is mimicry. This is a, I'll say like a type of color patterning that I learned about in an introductory entomology course. And in today's episode, Cami and I will be discussing the different types of mimicry present in insects and talking about the more interesting examples seen throughout the insect world. So, Cami, Yes. What is mimicry? Mimicry is when one organism evolves to sort of copy or resemble the physical appearance of another organism in order to kind of take some of the benefits from whatever their visual markings are signaling. So, for example... Mm -hmm. There's a lot of flies that are yellow and black to Mm -hmm. look like bees to indicate to anything that might eat it that it's going to sting you, even though it doesn't have any capabilities of actually stinging. That's actually one of my examples that we can talk about. Mm -hmm. What are they called? They're like... um, Bee mimics. Bee mimics. I Mm -hmm. know. I just remember it's like a type... It's a type of fly that looks like a bee, but if you look at it, it has... It still has like the fly eyes. And it's got two wings instead of four. Correct. Mimicry, you're exactly right, is the close resemblance of an animal or plant to that of another animal or plant. And they're used for a wide variety of reasons in nature. And this changes depending on the type of mimicry used by the insect. So there are three types of mimicry that we're going to talk about today. There is... Bastian mimicry, malarian mimicry, and self-mimicry. Bastian mimicry is named for Henry Walter Bates, who first named this phenomenon while studying Amazonian butterflies during the mid and late 19th century. Bastian mimicry is when two or more species that look similar, but only one of them is actually dangerous in some way. The dangerous organism will have a natural defense such as a spine or a stinger or will be toxic or it could even be something simple as like a bad taste like Mm -hmm. when the predator eats it it tastes bad and then they'll spit it out Um, I've actually seen if you've ever seen videos of toads eating a certain type of bug I don't remember what it is but they'll like (laughs) spit it out (laughs) I don't know that I have seen those videos. I'll have to, you'll have to send me one. I will. They're honestly kind of funny. And then the non-toxic individual that looks like the toxic one uh, will gain a level of protection from predators because the, pres- the predator will associate the certain color, pa- certain color pattern or appearance with a bad experience, such as the bad taste, and avoid all insects that look like the toxic ones. 
So it's a very effective way to avoid being hunted by predators if you look dangerous, even though you aren't. Sounds like a pretty good idea. Yeah, looking dangerous. Mm -hmm. Like when guys put on leather jackets to look tough. Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that people do that anymore. It's not the 80s, but... Oh, no, I guess you're right. I'm like 20 years... 20? More like 40 years behind. Yeah, but I guess... I guess some guys get a bunch of tattoos to try to look tough. Oh, yeah, you're right. Just like, oh, look at me. I'm covered in ink. Isn't that what? (laughs) Ink? (laughs) Yeah, tattoos are made of ink. (sighs) (laughs) Let's get a move on. (laughs) Then all of these organisms that look similar will be avoided by predators, and um, all of the insects that look similar benefit. A good example of Bastian mimicry is the non- is it is it Bastian or is it Batesian? Bastian Batesian. Mm, it's B A S T I A N. So Bastian. okay, but it's named after Bates. Henry Walter Bates. Yeah, I don't know why. It's... I feel like I learned it as Batesian. Batesian. Should we Google this real quick? Why not? Yeah. Pardon the interruption while we are googling, because his name is Bates, but I think it's spelled like. Bastian. No, I'm wrong. It's Batesian. 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 My bad. Again. Anyway, Batesian. Mm-hmm. Batesian mimicry. <laughs> um, a good example of Batesian mimicry is the non-toxic Papilio memon of Indonesia. And each female butterfly can produce multiple different forms that result that resemble five other species of bad tasting butterflies. Which I think is pretty interesting. It's like putting on a disguise. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, ugh, can't go near that (laughs) butterfly. No. (laughs) So the second type of mimicry is malarian mimicry. And this is when two bad tasting species or some other bad trait, or I'll say a trait that is bad for a predator, Mm -hmm. that are mimics of each other with specific warning coloration to ward off predators. So these are going to be like brightly colored insects or things with specific color patterns. And then all of these mimics benefit from the similar coloration because the predator will recognize the same color pattern from other bad experiences it may have had with these insects. And an example of an insect with malarian mimicry are wasps and bees. And Hold on again. I'm hmm. sorry. Is it malarian or molarian is it bad that i don't hear a difference molar Molar. versus like malaria malaria i guess it'd be molarian molarian okay molarian or molarian molarian i guess it doesn't matter i'm getting a phonetics lesson today that's okay (laughs) so an example of an insect with molarian 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 mimicry So a good example of malarian mimicry is bees, normal bees like honeybees and wasps. Um, Because they are both uh, black and yellow, it's a similar color pattern. This lets other insects and animals know that they are dangerous and will sting you. And this also relates back to what you were talking about with the bee mimics uh, that are flies. Yeah, wouldn't that be an example of Batesian mimicry? Yeah, um, the... I saw actually a really good uh, visual. Mm-hmm. So it's like the bee mimic on the left, a wasp in the middle, and then a honeybee on the right. Right. And the connect the connection between the wasp and the honeybee is malarian mimicry, and then 
the bee mimic and the other like actual bees are related through uh, Batesian mimicry. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and mimicry isn't exclusive to insects. Oh, um, no. There's other good examples. Yeah, you talking about the the Molarian mm-hmm. examples uh, makes me think of snakes. Oh, yeah. Specifically the uh, coral snake, right? I'm not sure. I'm not I'm not very well versed about the different types of snakes, but I yeah. know there's that saying about um, oh. the black and yellow and the yellow and black. Oh, yeah. What is it? It's like, I think it's like, it's something, it's like... I'll look it up. It's something yellow, kill a fellow, but then it's, I think, red and black, a friend to Jack. And it's like how, like, which colors are next to each other on the snake, right? Yeah, let me look it up real quick. Another quick Google intermission. I think it's talking about coral snakes. Red on black's a friend of Jack. Red on yellow will kill a fellow. You were right. Okay. I get a pat on the back. That's my only pat on the back for the day. Hey, the night is young. (laughs) It is only 8.02. So because of this black and yellow color pattern, and this is just one example of like a quote unquote dangerous color pattern, um, even humans um, can notice and be affected by this because uh, generally people will avoid insects that are black and yellow, Mm -hmm. even if they're not sure like, oh, this is a honeybee. Oh, this is a bumblebee. Like they don't make that distinction right away. It's just like, oh, yellow and black get out of there. Yeah, get out of there. Let's mm-hmm. stay away from it. Oh, I just thought of another example yeah. of mimicry that's outside of insects. Mm-hmm. So we've got octopuses that <gasps> have, like, the blue-ringed octopus. Yes, yes, yes. You've got these bright colorations mm-hmm. that indicate to us that they're poisonous. I was going to say, aren't they super poisonous? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's other creatures of the sea that have similar colorings despite being harmless. Yeah. So it's usually safer just to not touch anything that looks pretty. I was going to say, anything that's, uh, like, brightly colored is normally a, like, warning sign in danger. Like, they evolved it for a reason. Yeah. So either it's to attract a mate or it's to signal something Dangerous. Else. Yeah, something dangerous. I don't like... Ward off predators. I don't like those odds. F- well, like, 50-50. Then, <laughs> well, no, I'd say it's, like, 30-30-40 because there's also <laughs> uh, camouflage. Oh, you're right. That might the other yeah we're color actually, signal yeah we're actually going to get into that a little Ooh, bit okay with, all right i don't want to get ahead so, of us uh self mimicry is the last type of mimicry we're going to talk about and self mimicry is when animals have there's two different types actually so the first one we're going to talk about is when animals have one body part that mimics another to increase survival during an attack or helps predators appear innocuous uh the most well-known example innocuous. of innocuous innocuous Innocuous. What did I say? Innocu- Innocuous. Like the... Like an inoculation. Yeah. I'm having a great night. <laughs> this is fabulous. The most well-known example of self-mimicry is the many different species of moths and butterflies that have eye spots. And these spots are the spots on a moth or butterfly that look like eyes to confuse predators. and Specifically like the eyes of an owl or some kind yeah, of... Yeah, they're like... A predatory bird. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. like big, bright-looking um, eyes instead they're of... very beautiful. Yeah, instead of like normal little insect eyes. Beautiful to me. I think they're really pretty. Yeah. <laughs> like on the back of... What is it? Lunar moths, I think, have eye spots. Are those eye spots? I don't know. They might just be decorative. Like 
maybe not eye spots. I don't know. I'm not I'm not confident in saying one way or the other. Okay. I just know they have spots. They do have spots. They do have spots. If they are eye spots, we will not know unless we Google but it. But I'm picturing I don't know the species name, but there's a brown mm-hmm. butterfly that has it's like a ring of yellow and then black. Oh, I know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. And also, and there's like some purple hues too. Mm-hmm. And there's also a type of, I think it's a caterpillar that has like big yellow looking oh, swallowtail. eyes. Yeah, swallowtail caterpillars. Yeah, they have big yellow looking eyes. They look eyes. like a snake. Uh-huh, yeah. Or, or like that one Pokemon that's based oh, on Oh, yeah. It's, I know that one. I know that one, but I don't know what it's called. Wait, I think it's Caterpie. Because it's supposed to be a caterpillar? It's Caterpie. We've had it confirmed. All right, (laughs) awesome. Okay. So these spots confuse the predators because um, it'll either scare them off because they look like predatory eyes, or if the predator does attack, it will actually, it'll be attacking a less vulnerable spot than it thinks it is. Like, Mm -hmm. because if you get poked in your actual eye, that's going to hurt. But you're more likely to survive just like a little wing attack. And then... Predators can also use self-mimicry to hunt for prey, and this is, like, the little secondary category in self-mimicry. Um, and they do this by appearing less threatening or fooling the prey as to the origin of the attack. And my favorite example of this, and probably the insect that made me want to write this whole episode in the first place, just so I could talk about it, is the orchid mantis. Oh, they're so pretty. They're beautiful. They are le- They are the it girl of of the bug world i will say say that sure they're they're that girl Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so the orchid mantis is a type of praying mantis that looks very similar to an orchid they're like this very uh beautiful light pink color normally and they have uh different colorations to resemble the like patterns of a flower with the yellows and whites and then to hunt they'll hold like, very, very still, and then wait for another insect to, like, crawl close enough to them, and then, like, they'll strike it and attack, so. That is really cool. I didn't know that that's why they look like that. Yeah, it's so that they uh, look like a flower. Like, insects will just kind of be wandering around, and they can, so I guess it would double as camouflage, camouflage, and then also give them a hunting advantage Mm -hmm. to, like, blend in. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I think sometimes, this sounds kind of bad, I think sometimes prey insects are dumb enough to crawl up on them because the, I think like a little bit of yellow on their belly looks like the center of a flower. So like they'll go, ooh, flower, yay. Well, I think it's also important to note that insects have different vision than we do. Oh, true. So they might not have as wide of a ability to see certain colors. Yeah. And... Also, just a matter of scale. Yeah. Like, the mantis is going to be much bigger than the prey insects yeah. that are going to be crawling up on True. it. True. So they might not see the eyes and the mouth. They might just see the uh, the, the color or like and the color. Yeah. And be fooled by that. And I don't. I don't know that. The, I don't think that that makes them dumb. True. Or like, I'll take that back. They're yeah. not dumb. They've just. That's just the way that they've fallen into yeah. nature's trap. Exactly. <laughs> um, and also just the perception for different insects like it varies between insect species as yeah well. yeah so they might it might be kind of a see-through disguise for us yeah but if you're a little tiny you're not gonna see that 
whole. I don't know what they eat. If you're whatever, I'm not sure what they are. Whatever insect that they eat. Yeah. And you're little and you're crawling up on it. Like you're, you're not, not gonna you're know not gonna any know. better. Mm-hmm. You're right. So mimicry is a very useful tool that is used by insects uh, for a variety of reasons. And I also find it interesting that it's used by both prey and predator. Usually Mm -hmm. different like hunting techniques or different, I'll say like camouflage or like things that would throw off a predator Mm -hmm. are used by animals of or insects of prey. Mm -hmm. Like it's usually used by one or the other. Wait, hold on. When you say insects of prey, do you mean it in like a birds of prey kind of way where like they're the predator or like oh prey no, insects. I mean it. At, okay, prey insects. Okay, insects that are going to be eaten. This is for my clarification, not that you. Say no, it. no, you're right. Yeah. When you word it like that, it is it is kind of con- ugh, confusing. Mm-hmm. And then um, I wanted to give some shout outs okay. to the. I like these guys. I know they're so cool. <laughs> they're cute. They're adorable. So the first insect that gets a shout out are leaf insects, and they are true insects. If you remember from our entomology basics, they are a true insect, I believe. Like, or a true bug. Right, a true, true bug. bug. Yeah. True insect is just an insect. an insect. I mean, <laughs> they are a true bug of mm-hmm. insect, which is only a specific, like, kind class. Order Hemiptera. Hemiptera. Order. Order. Not class. You're right. Yeah. Doing great. Okay. Um, <laughs> hey, you said that was your only pat on the back. You. Oh, I take back. it back. I take it back. Okay. But uh, leaf insects resemble large green leaves and are referred to as a camouflaged leaf mimic. They live in South to Southeast Asia and Australia. And not only do they look super cool, but they can also be kept as pets. I want one so bad. They're very, <laughs> they're very docile. Like mm-hmm. they can't like... I wouldn't I wouldn't know if I would say that they're friendly because I'm not sure insects can show much affection as like a dog or a cat could, but you can. They're not going to be necessarily affectionate, but yeah. you can handle them if you're gentle. Yeah. Um, like you can't pick them up by the leg because that's going to no, hurt no. them. No, you, no. If you pick them up by the thorax, that's okay. And yeah. you can let them crawl around on you. They're not going to hurt you if they're the kind for pets. Yeah. They're, and... Uh, they can be kept as pets, and I will say in the proper condition. Don't just go buy a pet because you think it's cool. They do need to be. I'm looking how, up how much they cost. Oh, this is a fun bit of trivia. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm seeing three hatchlings for $80 for this one. That's not bad. You could get like a big terrarium full of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be fun. Now uh, I want to. <laughs> from backwaterreptiles.com. <laughs> uh, let's see. Search. <laughs> Oh, look up our next insect. So um, on the same, I guess, kind of ballpark as leaf insects, there are stick insects. They are very similar to leaf insects, but they they resemble sticks instead of leaves. And just looking through the pictures on Google, there are a few different appearances to stick insects. There are like the classic skinny brown ones that look like twigs. There are skinny green ones that would look more like... uh, like younger tree branches. There are larger, thicker ones that kind of look like thick brown sticks, like with leaves on it. And there can even be some colorful ones that look like they have moss and other debris on them. And these insects are also pretty docile and can be kept as pets. Okay, so also from backwaterreptiles.com. Let's see what they got. Leaf insect, $34.99 each. Australian stick insect, $34.99 each. 
They also a have praying pra- mantis. Yeah, a standard praying mantis for twenty four ninety nine. Guys, you got to listen to the podcast so that we oh. can buy a class pet. They, <laughs> they have millipedes and centipedes. We're oh. not getting one of those. They freak me out. <gasps> they have crabs for sale. Yeah, but I don't want a crab. I've already had a crab. I've had hermit crabs before. Ooh. They're they're kind of sad. Yeah, like they're kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, no millipede, though. No, no millipede, millipede. No centipede. I am putting my foot down. I will I'll take not. a leaf insect. I'll mm-hmm. take a leaf insect or a stick insect. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, when we're in grad school, we can get bugs. <gasps> bugs. Just <laughs> we a We can big... have a, a terrarium. Yes, I want a terrarium. Mm-hmm. That is all the different types of mimicry and mm-hmm. a little bit of insight into... Uh, what insects we think are cool at the very end of the at the very end of the episode. Yeah, that's for sure. I I liked learning about mimicry. Thank you, Faith. You're welcome, Cammy. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to Totally Buggin. You can support Totally Buggin by following us on your favorite podcast platform and sharing our episodes with your friends. We can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for updates, episode previews, and additional content. You can also message us on those sites to request episode topics. Our website is currently under construction, but it will be back up soon. Thank you.